0: Hello, welcome to Psychopath In Your Life. I'm your host, Diane Emerson. Today I'm going to be talking about just some general questions that I have because in doing a lot of this new research into these different areas, I have some questions that keep coming up for myself. So I just kind of thought I'd check in and see, you know, where you guys might stand with these questions. Um, You know, in the last show I was talking about, you know, in the past, you know, the majority of the public, and they still do believe this, that the psychopath population in, the, in the, amongst us, in the general population, um, people have been led to believe that it is one in three of them out of a hundred. Well, it's quite a change if you start looking at one in three or one in four. That's a pretty big number. I mean, that ends up being actually 25 to in the general population versus one or three percent. So that's quite of a leap there. Um, So how did all this stuff take place? Well, I don't know. Let's first talk about how did we start believing in government and where did they start the axis point here with this conspiracy theorist stuff. Um, In general, I think people believe, and please join me in the comments, and please research everything that I'm saying here, and and come to your own conclusions, and let's talk about it. So, in general, and remember, this came from the CIA, so I'm just kind of, well, this is the best source of information for right now, unless you have something new, but, so anyway, so conspiracy theories, you know, the people that talk about it, you know, in reality they were basically talking about the truth but it got labeled as conspiracy so it first showed up to our knowledge in April of 1967 and it was in the CIA dispatch okay shady ground here Um, and it was marked psych for psychological operations so and it was created for a purpose of disparaging those people who believe that a high level of conspiracy takes place well yeah, okay, not not a conspiracy, but we'll get back to that. So, it was the CIA that likely played the greatest role in effectively weaponizing the term. In the groundswell of public spec, I got a bunch of words here, skepticism toward the Warren Commission's findings on the assassination of President JFK. The CIA sent a detailed directive to all of its bureaus titled "The Countering." criticism of the Warren Commission report. They were just trying to get in front of this deal, okay? The dispatch displayed played a definite role in making the conspiracy theory term a weapon to be wielded against almost any individual or group calling the government's increasing clandestine programs and activities into question. So that's how we get to be a conspiracy theorist, okay? But really, conspiracy theories should be replaced by truth-tellers. So, anyway, so, you know, it's, it's been interesting because people seem a bit dumbfounded that we're surrounded by um, spooks, CIA agents, MI, whatever you want to call these people, okay? So, but think back for a second here about what I just said. If one in three or one in four of the general population fit into this criteria, It's also a strong possibility that there's more concentrated groups of them in these areas. So it could be even higher for all we know. So this was the reason why nobody wanted to do the research because imagine if all these years people knew they were surrounded by psychopaths. Maybe people might have dealt with things a little bit differently, I would hope. So anyway, so how do I know that they've been doing this for a lot of years? Well, I stumbled on, let me see. Last time I was talking about the PCs and all that stuff. Well, you know, since the early days, the, the first group what could be identified as news groups. Um, and since then, every major corporation, they've had teams of folks, okay, monitoring online, really since the beginning of the Internet. And how do I know this? Well, because I tested the system years ago. Um, There was a, well, it's still in existence, called Usenet, U-S-E-N-E-T. You can look it up for yourself if you want all the technical details. But basically, Usenet was developed as a first message board. And it started in 79 and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, so along the way, when I was um, encountering my issues in Silicon Valley, I decided to, well, what I learned from this experiment was this. Your attorney, a lot of times, is more favorable toward the opposition's attorney (laughs) kind of like the big club thing okay so i wanted to test this because attorneys will tell you things like well don't say anything in public and blah 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 well some of that may be very valid advice okay but some of it may also be to comply with the other side too so what i did was i went online during this remember we got the computer in the home around 94. So that would have been about the time I would have found Usenet. And Usenet at the time was a lot of the engineers and stuff hung around there. So I went to the um, Usenet group and posted something nasty. Um, (laughs) Not me. I know you're probably sitting there shocked. I don't think it was. It wasn't like outwardly nasty. I wasn't like throwing out the F-bomb or anything. But I just posted something, right, because I was testing the system. Well, so I sat back. And then the next day in the mail, I got... A, um, an envelope from my attorney, and I'm in Silicon Valley. They're in San Francisco. So it had traveled from Intel to my attorney um, the day I posted it, got to him. Remember, I didn't. they likely faxed it to him, right? So I didn't have a fax machine then. So I'm sitting there in my house, so he has to email, he has to uh, mail me, snail mail me this, right? So it was one or two days after I made this post. I can't remember exactly, but it was fast, okay. So I get this envelope from the attorney and the post that I made on Usenet was circled and it said, knock it off. <laughs> so, so if you think that people aren't all online, I got news for you. They have been online for all these years. So time to kind of take a peek around here and start to um, take a look at where you're getting these sources. So last time i was talking about all these signals and stuff so i put together a little list here and i would really encourage you to take a look around yourself so if i can show you a list of all these people i'm going to name here flashing the el diablo okay which is the satan single sick satan signaling um I'll I'll read you this list of people. It's a pretty good list of people. And go look for yourself, okay? Don't ever take my word for it, okay? And if you find I've said something wrong, please put it in the comments. So we have on this list, and I'm gonna really butcher some of these names, Anton LaVey, Michelle Obama, Barack Obama, Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, George Bush, Laura Bush, Jenna Bush, Dick Cheney, Dan Quayle, Sarah Palin, Mohammed, I got, well, i anyway, Pope Benedict, Pope Francis, Cardinal Tagle, Yasser Arafat, Maria Shriver, Francis Sarkozy, King Abdul and Bono. So if all of these people are on film, now I didn't doctor, I, I don't know even know how to do Photoshop, okay? All, every one of these people is on film flashing El Diablo, okay? So you have to ask yourself this. Is this just some random gesture? I don't know. Is it some hook'em horn sign that they use at sporting events? I don't know. Is it some other symbolic gesture? I don't know. But why do you see the latest um, little star, this Billy L. Islas kid, why do you see all the kids in the, obvi- in the audience mimicking this? Hmm, I don't know. So a lot of other things have been coming to my mind about this. and. What I feel happened was about 20 years ago, when um, kind of coincides with the internet, but um, what happened was, in my view, is that these, the deal was to separate the family. So what happened along the way was all these tools came along. And so now we're at the point, I don't need to re-go how we've progressed along with every tool, but now we pretty much, like I was talking about last show, we have one out of three people have all their money online well maybe look around and I don't know just in the last few weeks um, people are saying hey give us your money we'll give you free withdrawals I always kind of wondered why banks could say even if you have a big amount of money in there well you can only take out 200 a day where'd that come from but now look around you'll see ads everybody's saying hey you can take out as much as you want and oh look a free debit card there's been a big push going on so anyhow so I don't know, who are these people and what's going on with this coronavirus? Anybody think about that one? Um, The coronavirus um, is now what they're being defined as an epidemic. Well, I don't mean to sound cold, but when did a couple hundred people become an epidemic? So I think it's a psyops and here's why. Because it's about crowd control. Look at the epidemic already, okay? Starts in China, right? So now everybody's saying, let's cooperate with China. So I'm starting to read up on who, now that they're gonna be doing a vaccine, right? So you see where this is starting to go? So now there's this rush and they're saying, well, in 90 days, we're gonna have a vaccine. Well, what all this is doing is starting to normalize things. So just look around. For example, they're making room on bases here to quarantine a thousand people what'll happen next when they need to quarantine 10,000 people. So now what's gonna happen is there's this rush to do the vaccine. But before we even get there, everybody always blazes right past how it gets started. Go look at the, um, you know, they're all over these announcements. You, You can find these people live just about anywhere. But did you notice anything about the people making these announcements as far as this big epidemic? Did you happen to notice their logo sitting behind them? Did, you, did it register with you that this is the World Health Organization run by the United Nations? Now, I'm not going to repeat um, the you know history of that group, but I did do a show about it a couple of months ago, so maybe you might want to refresh your energy. So um, this information about this epidemic is originating from this group of people, okay? So then you take a look and this this takes this takes a minute, okay? Then you take a look and you think, well, who's funding these this research for these vaccines? Well, none other than Bill Gates. So then you got to step back and think, okay. And this is only how I see this will likely play out, okay? Well, people are going along with, because I saw a few people, I just glanced on Twitter, and they were already saying, everybody's got to go along with China. Let's support them. Okay, so then probably what will happen next is the vaccine's coming out really soon. Um, How they dream this up so quickly is a mystery to me, because within days, they had, you know, figured out the, the code and everything, within days, minutes, practically. So, whipping it into production now, so... Where could this go? Well, definitely you'll probably need this vaccine to get into China. If you're in China now for a few months, you're probably gonna need it to get out to go anywhere. So that takes care of China, right? Pretty big population. So then, um, let's say the people that are quarantined here, let's say they extend their quarantine. Remember, these people are just being taken by the government quarantine. And I will bet you a lot of them are probably signing waivers saying this is okay. So people are now agreeing to be quarantined in basis by the government. Okay, so how is this going to work out? Well, I don't know. Um, So what happens when the vaccine comes out and they say, well, anybody wanting to travel anywhere must have this vaccine? Or how about if they turn around and say, hey, screw China, China screwed up. They let this vaccine, get this whole virus thing, get completely out of control. We're not going to be China. So what we're going to do is we're just going to all line up and everybody get this vaccine. So let's not slip into the place that China is. You see how this thing could kind of whip around a lot of different directions? So anyway, so I don't know. I don't know what to tell any of you because these things keep rolling back into my mind. Okay, so everybody is assembling all around us. So the effect of the people are used to dealing in tribe behaviors with their families. That's how we were pretty much created. And remember, these are just my thoughts, which I would welcome yours. You'll have to hear my dog <clears throat> My dog in the background squeaking her toy here. Um, so I keep thinking, how did we get here, okay? How did, how did this t- – <laughs> I'm really sorry. I can't stop her. They don't like me speaking um, – they don't like me speaking to myself, <clears throat> which I guess you should consider that a good thing. Okay, so how did we get from there to here? We 20 years ago, most people I knew spoke to their families on the phone. Okay, we actually got together for events and things. Okay, sweetheart, that's probably going to be enough. Um, anyway, so most of us got together with our family and friends, right? Then pretty soon we stopped getting together. Then pretty soon we started just um, texting. And pretty soon, I don't need to go through every step of the way, just picture it in your own mind. So now we're to the point that we're only texting. Now, we're also only texting people who now agree with us politically. So any family members who are on the other so-called team, we have pretty much wiped them off of our texting list. So we have isolated ourselves down from being fairly you know, sociable people as a you know, society to the point that we're only texting probably about half the people we might know. So I started thinking about who has become people's families. I don't know. I mean, are people, people have blindly followed celebrities forever. And I mean, all the celebrities, everybody that's a celebrity, even music, whatever. Okay. But now we have a new generation of celebrities. We have all of our YouTube influencers. So you're lining up to a new group of people. Maybe people are moving away from celebrities, so they need a new group to pitch things. So you're lining up to people who, you know, I don't know how they learn all this stuff so quickly. You know, how are they getting all this stuff? I don't know, but everybody's lining up to them. So why? Is it because of this tribe thing? Because this is all they have left to line up to? Because who really is a family structure? A bunch of other people on YouTube or, you know, people that... Um, is, is, is your social structure only some therapist that you're paying to listen to you? Um, we have all these celebrities to influence. What's going on? When did Oprah need to be checked in with? When did parents stop talking to their kids and think therapists, essentially a stranger, is a good idea? You know, learn the signs out there. Should children really be flashing El Diablo at these concerts? Think about think about all the mindless tests. no deep conversations. Who reads books? And really, any books people are reading these days are recommended by Oprah. So you see how this thing all starts to cycle into a. Um, well, we're we're modeling some behavior that, I have some pretty <clears throat> excuse me some pretty serious concerns over. So. I'd like to hear your input, so join me in the comment section. And um, I've been doing all the research and I've got it all done. So, you know, how you'd like to conquer this is going to be up to you because the show's titled Let's Chat for a Reason, not, not Let's Attend a Conference. So be safe out there and I'll chat with you later. Goodbye for now.